Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adadana. And this is the Africana Podcast. Now I don't know why, what our words really are. It's okay. We'll make them up. We'll make them up. No one knows what we are saying. Episode 18. We're officially adult. We're adults, y'all. What are we going to say when we get to 200? I don't know. Although I just realized, actually, there was a missed opportunity for episode 17. Because remember I said I couldn't think of a song? And I thought of a song. Pray tell. I am 16 going on 17. You remember? Uh, Okay. Uh, Anyway. And you make fun of me for, like, (laughs) being 65. I, I, listen, I have, do you, I have more gray hair than you do, okay? Facts. So. so I also have none hair, so. Well, I mean. Your competition is <laughs> pretty steep. When your hair does grow out, none of it's gray. True. I think I win. True. Anyhow, how have you been? Tell us. Uh, I've been pretty great, actually. Um, Good. Yeah, so since the last time. We properly recorded. Um, I've started running again, and I feel like nice. Yes, the listeners hear this all the time about like me <laughs> every like three months getting back into running. I wasn't gonna say anything, but it's facts only. But you're um, self-aware, so that's good. <laughs> and people who live on my street have seen me run, so it's. Are you yeah. getting honks? Like no, which support? is also something that I think people need to be very aware of is like don't honk at somebody when they're running because if they have music in, it's terrifying to think you're about to get run over. And on the street that we live on, like you just have to wave very aggressively from the window <laughs> and maybe slow down. Slow down. But don't let me feel like I'm about to get abducted. I That's just want to get to know you. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I started running, which has been great. I've been getting up earlier, which has also been great. Uh, I feel really good. Start the day off strong. Um, I've had a lot of like big professional wins in the last couple weeks, which has been really, really nice, nice. and reassuring. Um, I made some adult what? life decisions, okay. which we'll get into later on. Okay. Um, but I just have to have some like kind of challenging conversations with some people and I'm really proud of how I handle that and how they handle that. Um, look at us just being grown and I know. mature. And you, like, you know what's really exciting when you have these like great, you have hard, like difficult conversations and then you leave after it and you're like, did I say that? I'm impressed with myself. Um, <laughs> so it's been, it's been a really good couple weeks. It's busy, but it's good. Good. What about you? Oh, well, between episode 17 and 18, you might have noticed a change in my voice. <laughs> I now sound like a man. Do you have something to tell us? Uh, I don't have it. No. I am not feeling so well, and so I lost my voice for a few days, and it's just now coming back. Do you have the uncurable gonorrhea? What? <laughs> have you not heard about this? No. But there's a strain you of You do gonorrhea. realize my parents just started listening. <laughs> this is the first episode they're going to hear. Well, they're going to also know about this killer form of gonorrhea in the back of your throat. I'm already uncomfortable. Well, okay, let's, we'll wait till the sexual health episode. All right. But there is uh-huh. a strain of gonorrhea that's going around the world. That is not curable. It's it's resistant to antibiotics. Oh, I have heard. About, yeah, I read yes, about that. In the okay. back of your throat. Oh God. So stay woke. What? <laughs> Can't a girl just have a but common what? cold? Really? Anyway, so my boy, and again, like this time last year, I was also similarly like sinus affected and asking for people to not slide into my DMs, but to provide me like Don Jazzy blessings, Sudafed, and the rest. So 
I'm not feeling particularly great, so Namusa, you can't make me laugh or else I will begin to have a coughing fit. <laughs> so, or I can't make myself laugh for that matter because it just becomes this whole thing and I don't know how many times we can edit that out. Um, but um, that aside, I think the reason I'm sick is a lot of, not twofold, I think it might be like fivefold. So I've been on a lot of planes recently, as we have discussed. Um, one of those reasons, as I mentioned in the last episode, was family vacation. Which was amazing. Shout out your parents. Went, I love them dearly. Uh, there was no talk of arranged marriages. I know that was something you brought up last time. What uh, about an Instagram account? The people are waiting. Yes. Okay. So I. So we went to Japan. Um, a fantastic country. I wholeheart- If you get a chance to go, wholeheartedly recommend it. This is definitely far afield from like... Yeah. This is probably the farthest I've gone to see them. But, so um, not half-heartedly. What? You said wholeheartedly, and so I said not half-heartedly. Oh, oh I have to have like a dad joke in there every so often. Come on. Okay, so dad joke receipt, confirming receipt of your dad joke. <laughs> Red receipt. Um, and so my parents are now, so I left them, and they continued on to um, Thailand, no, to Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand. Here for it. And they're sending me the cutest photos, and I want to create an Instagram account for them. Slash maybe just shared on my personal Facebook because I can't handle the cuteness on my own. Like my dad took their for his first selfie and he spelled it without the e at the Which end. Which is so sweet. How S- would you know? S e l f i. Yeah, exactly. So it was just there's just a lot of cuteness happening on their end, uh, and it was really great to see them. Uh, work is picked up because onboarding is done, family vacations done. So now I have no excuse to not be productive. Um, and so speaking of professional wins, had one last week. I was yeah. inter- interviewed by um, a tech podcast, and I think I was so nervous that I stressed myself out into getting sick, which is why I sound like this right now. <laughs> um, but uh, considering, you know, only one month in and that I'm already kind of on that kind of platform is kind of nerve-wracking, but I'm proud that I did it and prepared and all that stuff. Can you tell the people slash me how to find it? Um, African Tech Roundup podcast. I think it will go It's definitely live. on iTunes. Yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, you can definitely get it on iTunes. Um, I'm more than sure you can... Well, I'm even going to say more We'll provide sure. the link in, our, in the bio. We can send it if it's out by the time this goes out. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, did that interview and... Yeah, proud of myself for uh, stepping it up. Already week. a mouthpiece on like week three or week four. So yeah, that's um, that's been kind of yeah, that's been yeah, that's been it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Back to you, Boo. What else is new in your world? Um. So aging is oh. new. Yeah. Aging is new. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, I've got stories too. Yeah. Okay. So it was really interesting recently, and I was the youngest person at the table. So I think the age range was 47 and I'm 31. So like 31 to 47. So that was the age range. And we just kind of nowhere started talking about aging and like what you expect and places where you get random hairs. And I was like... We've talked about this. No, no, not chin hairs. People have breast hairs. Okay. Did you know that? Yeah. Why didn't I know that? I don't know. I, there was a Facebook post the other day. This woman was coming real about hair removal. Ah. And so she was saying how men and women are now used to a certain aesthetic because people or women are in particular are removing hair. And some men remove hair too, of yeah. course, and like groom and trim and all and that all stuff. different parts. Yeah. And so she was saying how there was um, 
So yeah, like now people have false standards of like what is quote unquote natural or what is apparent, like what actually happens because people spend so much money on trimming and lasering and waxing and all that threading and all that stuff. Um, and, so one of, and so one of the things that she mentioned, yeah, was uh, surprise, <laughs> there are nipple hairs. <laughs> That's a thing. No, it wasn't even nipple hairs, like oh. breast hairs. Oh, so just on. Just like a loose hair that you get out of the side of your breast. <laughs> no, apparently it's a thing. Okay, I, I, that, okay, I didn't know that. So we all have something to look forward to. So I've been thinking a lot about aging recently. Can and men like, have breast hair? Sure. Well, I guess it's called chest hair. But if it's just one? I mean, hair is singular and plural, so I don't know. <laughs> Regardless of where it's growing out of. Exactly. But it was just like things like when you have to start to take Tums because you get heartburn. Yes, and I'm like, already there. I know, I know. 28 and 29 were my years of, oh, okay. <laughs> That's that burning sensation in my throat. Yeah. Where is the Tums? Like the I, I get low and I can't get back up or it's a struggle. <laughs> like I have to hold on to a table or to a... Strategically placed friend, and I have to make it look like it was part of the move, but it really wasn't. I could do the whole baby boy routine <laughs> when I was in high school. The Beyonce Sean Paul song could do that whole routine with no issues. Do that now, forget it. But this is why, like, you will never see me dancing in a club trying to get low for the sheer fact. <laughs> well, twofold one, it's not gonna happen, <laughs> two, your knees start to hurt. Oh, my god, yeah, no, it's true. So yeah, that was my, that, these, these are like my life revelations, is that like aging is a thing and I know people tell you about it, but you don't, just kind of like these quirky nuances of what it ends up really being. Like breast hair. Well, like a lot of men lose their hair and women will gain hair in places that they didn't previously have it. Right. So I'm not really looking forward to- It's a setup. Hashtag breast hair, but you know. Opposite of a snack. What is the opposite of it looking like a snack? Looking like a chest hair. Stop it. <laughs> hey, no shade. Like, if you have it, if that's you, that's cool. Like, I'm not going to not gonna No, that's hate. not shady, other than I just don't want it. Okay, that's fair. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Um, well, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, ah, okay. So I've, in the past few weeks, I've started to be recognized out and about by listeners. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, I'm laughing because you're generally so modest. So for the fact for you to bring it up, it really, like, I feel like we've come a long way. Really? You would never have said this like six months ago. Are you sure? Yeah. You refuse to tell people that we have a podcast. I still haven't told my friends. And your parents just found us on the internet on a TED Talk. By accident. With my South African little friend. <laughs> I know. I still haven't made an announcement to my friends that, by the way, I have this. I still, I just like mentioned it in passing, like, check out episode 12. I talk about how I got arrested. And now you're real life and internet famous. But not, stop. But anyway, so, and I wasn't, and the thing is, I wasn't even saying this in terms of I'm getting recognized and that's like, no. I'm Although, not, keep doing it. No, that's not what I meant. You low-key love it. No, it's not me. <laughs> anyway, see, don't make me laugh. I'm coughing. Okay. So the funny, this, this is the part about it that it was really entertaining. Um, and she knows who she is because this was a fantastic interaction. Uh, but she came up to me a few nights ago and she says, hi, are you Adidoni? Yes! <laughs> so she must have known. So she must have known. And I thought, wow, I, I, okay, I'm no longer. Of the J7. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you Adidoni of the J7? <laughs> and I said, 
Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Unless it's a visa application, <laughs> in which case, no, no, I'm not. Um, so that and and two, another person came up to me and was super, super sweet. And I always like to ask people, okay, like, what's your favorite episode? Just to kind of get a sense of like what people like and what people don't like and all that stuff. And both of them said that that arrest story was their one of their favorites. So I'm like, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that it could do something for someone. A mess into a message, a test into a testimony. That's Hall- all I got. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, so, yeah. You said that like we were in like Bible Belt America. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not to mention that we are in a group chat ourselves. Uh, you and I. You and I. Yeah. Uh, with a hodgepodge of, of melanated folks. Who are funny. Always. And two people didn't realize that, that you it, were added on it from the Africana <laughs> podcast. I know. And that was really funny, too. So I'll save those messages for, uh, for a rainy day. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think also this is the first episode that we've recorded since the one-year anniversary. So um, let this also be a thank you. Can you eulalate? Is that how you say it? I can eulalate. Ul- is it know. a hard you or a soft you? <laughs> Ulalate, ulalate. I don't know. I, I can do it. I don't know if it's going to sound good with my use voice. Use a It's probably going to sound more like a vuvuzela than like what my people <laughs> Go do. for it. Okay. This In is celebration good. of one year of yes. our African anniversary. Uh, okay. Hey, hold on. <laughs> this is the best. This is, this is going to go south. I can feel it. Let me, let, me, let me manifest something that actually that this works. Hold on. <clears throat> this might be a very low baritone. <laughs> Ulalation. Ulalation. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't so bad. That was pretty good. Okay, yeah. So yes, we hit a year not too long ago. This is our first episode recording after. So um, we're, we, we did a little video um, to kind of mark the occasion. But while we're here, let's also say... Um, Thanks! A huge thank you um, to, to people who reach out on social media, to people who reach out to us in person, via email. Um, I would also say, like to yeah. say a big thank you to... Uh, Freddie, yes, we have our editor, that who's yeah. been absolutely amazing, um, <clears throat> and Victor, who has done most, if not all, of our branding, um, and really both Freddie and Victor believed in us at the very beginning. Um, Episode when I'm sh- one, yeah, when I'm sure we weren't even sure what was yeah going like, to go down. Is this going to work? <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, it's been a really cool year, um, and yeah. our family. Well, I mean, I can still thank my family. Even and though they didn't know. <laughs> you can thank your family, though. They do. Uh, so, yeah. That's... Um, Thanks, guys, for a year. It's been wonderful. It's been a fun year. And so, you know... Thanks for laughing. Live with, shows, memes. Laughing with us on Instagram and Twitter and what have you. Um, it's been cool. It's been a surprise, but it's been, it's been a really good one. Um, also, another thing I want to bring up. This is related to last episode. When Anel asked us about what riders we would have, I've given it some thought. Okay. Have you? Yep. Okay. Uh, first of all, I need to stand corrected on the example that I brought up of the M&Ms and what have you. So apparently, I did some reading after this. You know how this got started? <laughs> Ow. It's not to say that this didn't happen. It did happen. This is a real story. But the reasoning behind it is apparently not as uh, diva-ish, if you will. Okay. So apparently... Somebody's allergic. No. So apparently it's Van Halen. So Van Halen 
used to, in their 56-page contract, concert contract, they wanted all of the brown M&Ms taken out. And so that's a common story. We brought yeah. it up. I think I got the wrong color, but anyway. So <laughs> not all colors. Not all colors. Not all, not all M&Ms. Mm. But their reasoning for having someone take out the brown M&Ms is that they wanted to show, or they thought that someone handling the little details meant that someone was going to also handle the larger details. So for them, it was a sign that all aspects of the show was being taken care of. So I stand corrected. I think there are other ways you could do that, but... <laughs> I was just going to say, but you could just have a very meticulous... Or just like give them a crossword puzzle or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway... But if that is a, I will, I will stand corrected in terms of at least this Van Halen example. If this is your kind of um, threshold for seeing how people are paying attention to the little and big things. So, so there you go. So yeah, that's one thing update I wanted to share with, with the audience from last time. So Namusa, what's on your writer when we blow up? So it's actually really straightforward. Oh, because I thought about it this way. I was like, either I can have like a list of a million things, uh-huh. but sometimes you can be opulent in small things. <laughs> this is going to be good. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be good. So I've narrowed this down to three things. Okay. All have kind of like different, um, different kind of like meaning or, okay. yeah, in my life. So sure. sh- shall I start with the simplest? Start however you'd like. Okay. Well, the simplest and most straightforward thing that always makes my heart happy mm. um, is... Actually, I have four things now. Sorry, I changed it. <laughs> I just thought about like the, the, the fourth thing that makes my heart happy. So the first thing is a cup of Earl Grey tea. Okay. And why? Um, because my parents drank Earl Grey, and they still do, growing up. Okay. And so whenever... And I think I've talked about this before. Whenever I'm missing them, or if I'm feeling homesick, or if I just don't feel well generally, I'll have a cup of Earl Grey. Because, like, I have so many positive memories associated with that. That's sweet. Okay. So, like, that would be to start. Um, I would also then follow that up with a, like, 1990s bottle of Bordeaux. Okay. Yeah. Is 1990s a good year for Bordeaux? Uh, or there's decade? Specific, there's specific years. Okay. Um, depending on the vineyards. But, like, just a f- really good full-bodied Bordeaux. Like, even a glass. Because I feel like if we had a whole bottle, really, would I be able to deliver effectively? I doubt it. <laughs> okay. But like, yeah, just a really nice glass or two glasses of a wonderful aerated Bordeaux. Okay. So that means it has had time to breathe and it's gone through a decanter or an aerator. So okay. uh, it's matured in terms of air is being injected. You're doing gang signs. <laughs> I'm really into wine aeration, I know. as you can tell. For me, it's music and DC. <laughs> And for you, it's Bordeaux in the 90s. Yes, okay. precisely. Um, so we have a couple of Earl Grey, a very nice large glass of Bordeaux, well aerated. Uh, the f- third thing would be, um, which is really, really random, but I'm really starting to get into tanzanite. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like... Interesting. So if I could have something with tanzanite in it every single time we did a show, that would really make my heart happy. Earrings, necklace, bracelet. All of the above. I'll take it all. Ring. Does it matter to you? Doesn't. That is so interesting. I know. A gemstone. Yes. Huh. But that specific gemstone. Yeah, yeah. Of like that dark blue. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's also like, I feel like diamonds are amazing, but also diamonds are quite 
um, increasingly common. Whereas I feel like tanzanite's actually rare. Yeah. Yeah. And also like has By comparison, a yeah. significance in terms of where we are. And I just think blue looks really good on many people. Can I give you a fun fact? Yes. When I was in the airport in Cape Town, mm-hmm. I saw a ring that was tanzanite. It was a emerald cut. Yes. Um, I don't even know why I went into the store, but I was really feeling myself after like the blessings of the four days. <laughs> and so I walked into this jewelry store because I also, my flight was delayed. So I was yeah. walking around. And so I stopped by the jewelry store and I, I'm pretty sure they could sell it. I wasn't good for it, but that's fine. <laughs> and so I walked in and I was just looking around. There's beautiful, tan- it's funny that you mentioned this because there was a beautiful Tanzanite ring. And it was, mm. what? If only you had known. <laughs> yeah. I could have brought it with me. Yes. Alas. Um, and so... There was a 30% discount, still 70% of a problem, but that's fine. <laughs> but, um, but it was a single, uh, single band with diamonds mm-hmm. and an emerald cut uh, tanzanite uh, stone. And it was beautiful. And I wish I took a photo when I tried it, but I remember thinking, like, this ring at some point in life I will have. Like, it's ju- it was just a stunning ring. I was like, I can't justify. I'm also not in the place where I'm buying jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, or any, like, nice jewelry. I mean, I can buy, like, cheap stuff or whatever. But uh, but I remember thinking, I'm putting it... This is on my mental Pinterest board. Like, this ring I want at some point. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, yes, I... Okay. I will also take, like, tanzanite in, like, an envelope. So not set. So, like, the gems. Just yeah. plain gems. So, like, a cartel or something. Precisely. Like, in a briefcase? Yeah. Okay. And then the fourth thing that I really want... Okay. What I'm also quite into... Uh, is go on this journey with me here. Okay. Think of what Don Jazzy uh-huh. would wear uh-huh. in his house slash out to the polo in Lagos on a Saturday morning. What would he wear on his feet? On his feet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Gucci really? loafers or something? Yes. So I don't, really? I don't want Gucci loafers, but I am obsessed with really nice loafers. I know. You yeah. love your loafers. I love <laughs> loafers of like every variety, every texture, every color. There's something so classic about the way a loafer looks and how it feels. And then if you really had to, you could run, but really you're not running anywhere. Nobody in loafers is ever running anywhere, let me tell you. I mean, they usually have people do that for them. Yeah. I didn't say that, but. Uh huh. You're also wearing cable knit, so the look is complete. I, you just wait till I start tying my scarves. Don't make me which laugh. I just, I've gotten a whole bunch of new scarves, like silk press scarves. Oh, I can't with you. I know. I'm going to start wearing them oh. with the cable knit and the loafers. No, Namusa, don't do this. I love it though. I love that look. Like classic chic, huh? You're so pleased with yourself. I am. So those are my four things. My list is not I. Yeah, I don't think... You, you went for the M&M's. You were like, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids, please. Like, uh, Twix, let's do this. <laughs> um, I was like, give me the most. So the first one is... Uh, I already mentioned it on the last episode. Uh, Bougainvillea flowers. Mm. Love those. It's my favorite tree in terms of... Or favorite flower, I guess, in terms of tree, vines, and whatever. I would love one in my future home, apartment, whatever. Wait, and this is, I guess, a joint rider too, right? Like, do you also want loafers? You can keep the loafers. Okay. I'll take the tanzanite. And you well, can we'll keep talk their, about it. You can keep their all gray. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you can keep the Bordeaux. Okay. So really, it's just the tanzanite. That's <laughs> which I think, one out of four. I'm not being greedy. 
Okay, we'll share your flowers. Um, yes, that's fine. And then, <laughs> this is going to <laughs> Spit it out. Chocolate mousse. Why? I love chocolate mousse. I have everything. Yeah. Okay. In addition, warm, freshly baked croissants. You seeing a trend here? Food. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I do know you. Yeah. I have many languages. Love languages. Food is one of them. Uh, so yes, chocolate mousse, croissants, maybe not in that order, but at some point those need to be consumed. Maybe after will be the chocolate mousse, before will be the croissant, but it has to be warm. And chocolate mousse from some, I'm assuming the chocolate mousse is cold though. Yes. With warm croissants. They don't have to be consumed together. Okay. But yes. Cold. And from a specific place, this chocolate mousse or just like. So I really used to like the chili chocolate mousse at soy and deuce it. And then they took it off the menu and I was so hurt. But I loved that dessert. It was so good. Okay. Anyway. And then my uh, last thing, which I don't really think. You also had four? Yeah. I know. Same Z's. Exactly. We're meant to be. A uh, house in Cape Town. I am not fighting that. Yeah. And actually, if I'm only going to take one of your four things, yeah. <laughs> I too. I wonder, I wonder. Let's, let's talk about this. I would go with the house in Cape Town. Yeah, you'll take that one too? Okay. So yeah. Okay, I, you're just like waiting for people to bring up title deeds? Yeah. I, I need a title deed next to the croissants and the chocolate mousse with the flowers. Str- strewn. Strewn <laughs> the right word? Strewn. Strewn? I think it's strewn. I think it's strewn. Str- Can we look this up? <laughs> strewn. What did you say? Strone. Yes, that was right. No, it's wrong. What is look, look, past tense of strewn. How do you pronounce it though? Yeah, conjugate. I want to see the past tense conjugate strew. So how do you s- how do you say it though? Well, strew I- meaning of strewn past tense strewed. No, it's not strewed. That's wrong. Strone. Mm. Okay, look. Past what is all of true? Okay, I was right about the spelling. Okay, now how do you say it? I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. I'm just going to say I'm right. It's fine. I'm definitely going to say I'm right. That's okay. So I may or may not have almost passed out at Alchemist last night. That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> yeah. What is Alchemist? Uh, where we had our live show. Yes, where we had our live show. So I went out and... Um, had one too many uh, orange juices? No, 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 no. So I had this issue a few years ago, but my blood sugar just dropped. That's literally why I was like the opposite of having one too many orange juices. Yeah. And I could feel, I was like, okay, I think I need to eat something. That moment before things start to grow. I've been there. And so I remember. CPR class. That's the last time it happened to me. I remember I walked to the benches. I didn't even make it to the truck. I just had to sit. And I just put my hat down. And I asked for water, like right before. Did somebody see this happen? There was a table of Europeans <laughs> next to me. I feel like that's how every good story starts. Who didn't do anything. <gasps> yeah. Rude. And there was a few folks around me, two staff of one of the trucks, one of the bouncers, a couple, and then another guy who noticed me. And all of them helped me out. So I have to thank my Kenyan brothers and sisters for that. Not surprising, though. No, not at all. They were so sweet. They're like, what do you need? I was like, I, don't, I just need... Like, I was... Woo- like I. Were you there with other people, though? Like, was there anybody who No, I went to the event on my own. We're going to have an episode about doing activities on your own and having the best time. Yeah, no, I went by myself, and, you know, and I had no issues with that. I ended up seeing people that I found... Like, I found people... This year in Nairobi, you will always see people. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, so, but, but the downside of that is, when I got sick, 
there was, I didn't really have anyone. So I called my roommate and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so scared. Please like come get me. Um, so that was a bit scary, but I I'm want sorry, to boo. thank the people who helped me out. Um, and I have a similar, this happened to me three and a half years ago. It was a holiday party back in DC. Same thing happened. Sugar just, my blood sugar just dropped. The best part about that was that a really fine bouncer picked me up and carried me. And it was like Whitney Houston in the bodyguard. And as I told Nubia after, I was like, if, I, yeah, exactly. I want to run to you. I can't sing. <laughs> Slash pass out in your arms. <laughs> Slash pass out in your arms, right. Um, and I remember telling Nubia, I was like, that felt like being carried by pillows. You're not dramatic at all. And clouds. I'm not kidding. It was the safest I've ever felt in life. He just <laughs> what? picked me up. I was on the floor yeah, under, a tab- under a table. Oh, and wow. they were like, you like, you stopped dropping and rolled really seriously. Yeah, no, I got low and I stayed low. Yeah. <laughs> Swear, not funny. No, no, it wasn't. And so they're like, no, ma'am, like, you can't do that here. And I think they first they thought I was drunk. drunk. Yeah. And that's the thing, I think, at the Alchemist, too. I think the table that was next to me, I think they thought, like, oh, she's just had too much. Yeah, but even if you have had too much, that's still not, a, you can't yeah, I know. leave somebody there. I know. But did they, did they look after everybody else was helping you? Did they ever come back to be like, oh, no. I don't think so. I, I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. So yeah, that's my, uh, that was my weekend. All right. Shall we Africa rising and still rising? Yes. Um, so my Africa rising is connected to a pretty big event in a lot of people's lives as of late. Okay. Um, so very recently, uh, the Mayweather, I'm not even going to say the other person's name because he didn't win. Spoiler alert. Wow. That's harsh. Okay. We came to play. Were you... What? Okay. Anyways, let me connect this to the the Africa Still Rising story. Uh Uh-huh. There's been this awesome set of grannies, so grandmothers in South Africa, Mm -hmm. um, who at 75 are learning to box. Ah. And like a way to not... It's being marketed as like protection, but also as like a way of like keeping physically active um, community. And I just... I think that's such a great... I'm always super inspired by when people are um, athletic, when I think society doesn't think they should be athletic, Mm -hmm. and, like, the type of sports that they're doing, right? So, like, boxing can be quite aggressive, as we know. Yeah, definitely. And and also very gendered in terms of, like, men fighting each other, um, but using boxing as a way to, like, stay fit and healthy and connected and to really just, like, smash stereotypes around what women at 75 should be doing. That's really cool. Yeah, so I don't want to face any of them in a dark alley. Can we talk about this uh, Mayweather blank space? Sure. Okay. I'm not saying I'm pro Mayweather, like by any stretch of the imagination. What I'm about to say is that being woke ruins everything. Because everyone was so hyped about this fight. I'm like, so basically a racist is fighting a woman beater. Can they both lose? Like, is that possible? Can they both like TKO? Is that a thing? But grannies are kicking butt in South Africa, and this makes me happy. And that we can focus on. And that's a rising. That is a rising. Now to still rising. Still rising. Thank you. You need to hit the high notes for me because I can't still, do it. This will be a still, still rising. Whoa. I oh. forgot after dark. I know. So my still rising, unfortunately, uh, it's not necessarily that it's their fault. It's just more like a sad story. Uh, goes to Sierra Leone. Like all of this kind of <clears throat> displacement and, and death, et cetera, kind of was precipitated by a mudslide. Killed 500 people, left 3,000 homeless. Um, 600 are missing. 
109 of the 500 that died are children. Um, and it happened over as a result of like three days of nonstop rain. Um, and also there were human factors in terms of like illegal construction yeah. on hillsides. Yeah. And so it was just a perfect storm of different things that got us to the situation. And of course, you know, this tragedy isn't really as talked about as a Barcelona mm-hmm. or et cetera, you know, any random or Houston that's happening. Yes. Um, and also, yeah, now there's apparently like there's risk of waterborne disease because, you know, so it's just, you know, one of those things where like one, anybody? exactly one thing just kind of leads to another and leads to another and leads to another. Haiti's and then, a very good example of like, yeah, exactly. Um, but I know Turkey, the UK, Israel, the Emirates, um, they're sending aid, probably a few more countries that weren't mentioned in the article that I read, which was courtesy of Al Jazeera. Um, so yeah, it's a very sad story all around. Um, I thought some yeah, are with y'all. It's just very sad. So that's a, a still rising, which isn't, again, it's not blaming. It's not them. a do better situation. It's not a it's do a better situation. Recognition of a really difficult situation. Exactly. So that's it. <laughs> so, shall we get in the meat of the show? Let's do it. Or the veggie meat? I cannot with you. <laughs> I cannot. Um, sure, veggie meat, pescatarian, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do this. So, the topic is what's the topic, Nusa? Drum roll, please. How to get over a breakup. Oh. So cliche, but so necessary. No, I wasn't, oh, that it was cliche. It's just, oh, that it sucks. So, I think what the listeners might want to know, <laughs> uh, and we're so, forthcoming about our interpersonal relationships um, in not, I don't know, it's... In a respectful way, I yeah. think, to the other party. I don't think we've done anything too crazy. Yeah. Or said in, anything too crazy. In the last six months, both Adirana and I have broken up with people who meant a lot to us. Oh, well, I wouldn't... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, sorry, that's not... Not what I meant to say. That's not... Have no. been in situations that have ended. Uh, yes, that's it. There yes. you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say that I went directly to broken up? Yeah. Um, well, we talked about this a little bit in episode, I think, 16, was it? Um, Breakups are hard. <laughs> yes. They're not easy. Uh, sometimes you just got to miss someone until you wake up one morning and you don't anymore. Uh, <laughs> and not necessarily because you're underneath somebody else. And yeah, and sometimes it's not because you're distracted. It's because you have to just deal with it. Yeah. Um, I will, however, get into a recent story of mine. Pray tell. Um, so I... Um, so this character that I had mentioned in the previous episode, um, you know, I effectively after like roughly four months said, listen, you know, if you know... At any point, you don't want this or want me. Like, you're going to have to let me go because, you know, we're not, I'm not going to do this forever. And, you know. You know what that is? DTRing. Defining the relationship? Yeah. And the thing is, I wasn't necessarily sure what I wanted, but I think I just but need. You also want somebody to choose you, right? Like, you don't well, want in a situation. I, well, I'm sure. Well, that's, of course, like, you want someone to choose that on you for sure. But I wasn't necessarily sure what that would look like. Mm. Um, I also told him this at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning at Brew. Um, a club. A- after a few. Orange juices. Orange juices. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a much more, I think, emotional and not, like, in the right place. <laughs> like, tell me right now. I didn't, it wasn't quite that. It was more, it was, uh, I just kind of laid it all out. I was very raw in that moment, I think. I just was like, listen, like, I can't, 
no, I was really like starting to care about him. And I was like, listen, I don't know whether or not I should continue down this path because I don't normally like people. So this is a big deal for me. <laughs> um, anyway, so he uh, decides to let me go. Like I asked him to if he didn't want it. And, um, and there, there's a lot of different things that happen in there. But basically I was not... It was it was a bit of a surprise, and so we had a... Well, he also did it over text, which wasn't so great. I will cut you. <laughs> um, but that, that part sucked, for sure. But, excuse me, then we met up in person and discussed. And, and that conversation didn't go as well as I thought it would. Why? I think I had different operating assumptions yeah. about, like, what the issue was. Um, and so I think it just hurt to realize that, like, we weren't... On, as well, I didn't realize. I didn't necessarily think we were on the same page, but at least thought we were in the same book. For sure. And it, after four months, you assume that you're going to be in the same book as the other person. And yeah, and it didn't. It was we were not in the same book, and I think that was a bit of a surprise. Anyway, so I then became my normal self, and I was like, "All right, well, um, I'm yeah, like you know, I don't. We're not going to do this like this. You know, we're done." And and it was very clear after that day that like you know. This is it. I'm not going to reach out to you. You're not going to reach out to me. We're not going to talk. So, a full five weeks after this, and mind you, like I have been upset for these five weeks. I've been sad. Going I have a story to- about this that I've never told you that's going to come out shortly when you're done. Okay. Um, and I remember, and mind you, yeah, like I, I, I went through it for like those five weeks. I, I was really I remember. Sad. I was really sad. Yeah, and which I you should be. You really I, like this person. And I have no problems admitting that. Yeah, and it's normal. Yeah, it's healthy. You've got to feel your feelings. Yeah. So it was more... And also because it's been a while since I was excited about someone and I felt like that person was excited about me. So losing that... Sucks. W- ...was the worst part, really. Yeah. It's like, it felt like you were this close. And then, nope, just kidding. So, you know, going through the motions, like, some days are good, some days are not so good. And then you're like, Damn. Crying in the shower is a really effective therapy tool. <laughs> and, then, and then you're wondering, like, this person's not doing any of this. Like, this is so unfair. I like, know. Like, that is the worst feeling. It's like, they are going to go about their lives, even though this was their idea to begin with. They disturbed my peace, and now they get to walk away. And I'm the one. And then you get angry. And then, oh. That's oh. a rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a and rage. And so, yeah. In any case, Homeboy reaches out to me five weeks later. On WhatsApp, with a voice note, with like our normal inside jokes, and he asks me kind of how the new job is going. Mind you, I, I first get this and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what does he want? And then I get this message and I'm like, really? Like, this is what you're, like, there's no... You waited about, five weeks for this? Well, it's not even that. It's not about the five. It's like, listen, like, why are you reaching out to me after all this time? Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. And, you know, it's been five weeks, so clearly you, like... There's been a precedent for not talking. Um, and then I'm like, what, is, what do you want? Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, maybe you really are curious. I'm not saying you're not curious about how things are going, but there's no acknowledgement of kind of what has happened in the last five weeks. It's just a normal inside joke, like nothing has changed. So I wait a few days because I didn't quite know how to respond to this. And I then, and I, and I was like, well, I could either cuss him out now or cuss him out later. I like the delayed gratitude. I was like, I'll choose later because let me just see what this is before I, you know. Cuss out. Go for it and say, listen, this is not acceptable. Um, And so I I give him a response back. He gives me another response back, which is like more inside jokes and whatever. 
Um, and then he says, hope to see you soon. And this... <laughs> that's, that's when you knew it was the moment? This is when I was like, okay, now I need to like stop the jokes and like, I, we need to have a conversation. Because I don't like hope to see you soon from anyone. I don't like it from my friends. Mm. I don't like... like I make it... Noted. A, I don't... And it, I, we've talked about this. I don't like hope in emails. Like, I hope you're well. It's very passive. What if I had a horrible day, right? Like, and you're... All just, my emails say, I hope something. I know, but I always ask, how are you first? And then I say, I hope you're well. Not, I hope you're... I just... It's a thing for me. Yeah. We've talked about this. So I don't like this. Oh, it's very noncommittal. And I don't like... We're like, oh, we should hang out sometime. And then inevitably nothing happens. I don't like that either. I don't like that for my friends. Like, people make fun of me because I have a calendar with people's, like, you know, like, name, date, time, whatever. But I do that because I actually want to see people. Yeah. And I make it yeah. a priority. So especially when I've had you and I know what it's like when you want to see me and what you'll do to see me, like you'll plan to go from that to like hope to see you around. Can I'm I like, just, mm, there no. was a really good story that came out last week about one of the leading monks in the world um, uh, is not leaving the faith, but he's uh, stepping back into a different role. Okay, because he fell in love with a woman. Really? Yes. And one of the like principles around being a monk is that you need to be uh-huh. celibate. Of course. Um, and so I literally thought, well, that's inconvenient. if this monk can find time <laughs> for his new wifey, we can all call other people back. Don't make me laugh. But it's true though, right? Like, yeah, peop- all of us, both men, women, like no, heterosexual, not heterosexual, whatever you are in whatever type of relationships you're engaged in, we all have time if we prioritize to no, speak true. to people. That's true. That's true. Um... And so in any case, I, I didn't like the hope to see you soon. So I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm also like taking out a lot. So I'm just going to, the listeners, you're just going to have to assume I'm right. Okay. And this person. You wrong. are right though. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm taking out a lot though, out of respect for the other person. But basically I was like, listen, this is really inconsiderate for you to pop up out of the blue as if nothing has changed. And maybe you don't understand how hurt I am, and that's okay. Maybe I can understand that. Yeah. But, like, listen, like, this is... Boundaries. You, you can't do that. Like, what makes you think that reaching out to the person who cared about you, the person that you walked away from, as if nothing has changed and making the same old jokes, what makes you think that's a good idea? Like, do you really think that... Like, what did you want my... What did you expect mm-hmm. slash want my reaction to be? And so, effectively, it's like, okay, I got it, like... And I told him, I was like, listen, I love comedy. Trust me. Like, you, we, knew, we know this about each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we laughed so much. But I can't joke around with you. Yeah. I just can't do it. Because it hurts. Like, and it's like ripping off the Band-Aid every single time. Like, you yeah, do the internal like, work, and then it's like, oh, we got to start all over yeah, again. Yeah, like, it, no, it's it exhausting. Hurts. I don't want to do that. Um, and so he said, okay, like, hopefully one day we can, like, laugh together again. And da-da-da. I'm like, listen, bro. It's not about laughing. Did you say bro? No. Okay. I was like, but it's not about laughing again. It's not like I'm never going to laugh again, or it's not about whatever. Like, I respect the time we had. I still think of it fondly, but I also know it's not happening anymore. So, like, it's not about jokes. It's about the fact that we were building towards something, I thought, and you you chose to end that, which means we're done, which means I can be friendly with you in public, but I'm not going to be, we can't be friends, and I'm not, I don't want to be your friend. And I have enough friends, and I'm going to focus on them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, yeah, doubtful. I don't really think this is about, yeah. you know, this is not about laughing or not laughing. And he's like, you know, okay, I get it. Um, and then he says, but let's see. I hate that. And I was like, excuse me? I didn't, I didn't respond to this. I have not said anything since. But I, 
I was like, let's see. So rude. Let's see what? You going to see this block <laughs> on WhatsApp? Block. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you're going to force me to laugh at your jokes? Like, you're going to, I don't, what is this less? I'm like, is this something getting lost in translation here? Like, I was so confused. Did this person ever apologize for the inappropriate way that things ended? Yes, they did. Okay. When we met in person the I following I will give them that. Yes. Yeah, they, no, they did. Um, but I have the privilege of being the first person he's ever ended something with on WhatsApp and not in person or email or That's whatever. That's not a privilege. And I was like, great. I'm so glad I broke that glass ceiling. <laughs> well, how lucky of me. Um, no, that was, that's beside the point, but no, I was like, the let's see part was like the, that's what made me mad. I'm mm. like, what is the, although I did have a moment in the shower where I just cackled like a crazy person. <laughs> Instead of crying. I just Which is really therapeutic. I was like, let's see. He said, let's see. Like, what? Like. Boy, bye. It was so fun. Anyway, but this is how you get over a breakup <laughs> or a break or like I have a, some very good. Or a conclusion. Yeah. I have not seen this person in two months. The time I did see them, though, I looked <laughs> so good. There's that Ethiopian modesty again. Oh, my God. And it was so gratifying. <laughs> Ladies. You are the only person that this ever happens to. Like, Everybody else always sees their exes in, like, the most hot mess situation. I shouldn't call him an ex. We weren't in a... Like, that's giving him too much. He's not really an ex. Whatever. Previous situation. Mm. And let me tell you, when I walked out of the house that night, I was like, Lord, let, slash Don Jazzy, please let this not be a wasted outfit. Because you know you look good, but you can't wear that again for yeah, like yeah. another two to three yeah. weeks. And I was like, please, like this cannot go to waste. Like somebody needs to see this. Because I've, and I, and I normally like, we've talked, as we've already mentioned, I don't really put too much effort when I go out. And I'm not saying that like, oh, it's just a natural thing. No, I just, I'm lazy. I'm just lazy. Like it's not like, a, I'm not an Alicia Keys movement thing. I just don't have time and I don't care. Yeah. I wear what I see first and I go out. This time I was like, you know what? It's been a while since I've been out in Nairobi. I had been out, so I had done some shopping. Girl, I looked good and I felt good. Good. And this was, of all nights, the one night that I did see him by chance. And let me tell you. Don Jazzy was there for you that day. Oh, my God. And as Jasmine says in her video, you could put that feeling in a bottle and sell it. Who's Jasmine? She's this online comedian. Okay. It's a great video that she has about what it's like when you see someone that you used to be with and you look amazing. Take a bottle of the feeling of what it feels like to stunt on your ex. Shit. That shit feels so fucking good. Especially when they see you with a new nigga who treating you a thousand trillion times better. And especially if you looking good, your hair is laid, your booty fat, your coochie wet, the whole nine, nigga. Yeah, it's could have been us. This could have been us, nigga. But you fucked it up. That feeling is good enough to sell. Especially if it's a nigga that you gave your all to, bitch. I mean, your all, all, every guy, all, everything, all. And he shitted on you and did you real dirty? That clap back, bitch! And especially if you look better than this new bitch, bitch! That feeling is good enough to sell! Woo! Oh, God, that felt good. So, yeah, that's how I got over it. <laughs> Uh, and there's still days where it sucks, but you know, I'm, I'm the closest I've ever been. And also now that like, I'm most of the way there, um, I'm now opening myself up to like, have like meeting guys. Nice. And, uh, but I will say I have learned from this situation mm. to be intentional about filtering out selfish people. Amen. I attract selfish men. Why? I, mm, I would say I don't. 
Um, I've just noticed a trend. Okay. Either they either say it explicitly mm-hmm. or they don't say it explicitly, but it's in, but their, in their behaviors. It's in their actions. Yeah. And I'm a giver. I just, I know that about myself. Like, you can, whatever, like, you can find. You want time, attention, whatever, my energy. I like pouring myself into people mm-hmm. and into my friends and whatever. Yeah. And so that also goes into yeah. relationships at times. And I think that's a natural fit, right? Like, someone who likes to take will find someone who likes to give. It pretty much is the perfect it, equation. It, that is, like, that's, until it's not. Until it's not. Uh, yeah, so, and... I realized, and he, he was one of the people in my life who told me that he was selfish. Um, and I don't necessarily think that that's like a hard strike because I didn't necessarily let him go when I heard that. But I do think now it's a way higher on the list of being like a hard strike mm. um, because that feeling of, of pouring yourself into someone and it's a waste is not as, I don't want that feeling again. Mm-hmm. And you can have that feeling for different reasons, of course. Yeah, yeah. But for this, like, I'm, he was a long, how do I say this? He was in a long line of men who have come into my mm-hmm. life when I did not ask them to. I feel like this is a Maya Angelou quote. <laughs> Maybe. And it disturbed my peace. Like, I was fine. And then they're like, hey. And I'm like, oh. Hi. And I'm like, hi. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is... W-I-D. And then I guess this is, this is cute. I, yeah, I guess this could work. Okay. And then, oh, no, just kidding. It's also not nice. And that's fine. People change their minds. It's whatever. Like, you know, it's not, it's not the, that's not the issue. It's just that I'm, I'm tired of, of that pattern. So that's why I am now actually, and I, you know how serious I am about this? How serious? So last week I met a guy and literally I just met him. Like, don't get excited. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But I asked him three questions. And I felt like um, in Chewing Gum, that scene yeah. where Tracy... Gets a boyfriend in three questions? Yes. I'm Ash, by the way. You're very handsome. Oh, well, thank you. Let's say thank you. It's not good, it's not bad. I'm just saying. You got a job? Yeah. Have you had it for more than one week? Three years, yeah. To live with your mum? Uh, no, I'm sort of proud to say that I own my own penthouse apartment. Are you dumb um, or are you smart? Well, that's a subjective question. Did you finish your 11? I've got a degree in finance. Cool, drop call my phone. Drop call my phone. 0770. Oh. Yeah. 900. 305. Doing it. That was easy. Connor replaced me. I replaced him. Spring. I was like, do you have a girlfriend? He said, no. It's like, do you have a family? And he said, like, parents? I was like, no. <laughs> a family you've created. <laughs> have you spawned? Yeah. Have you strewn about <laughs> your mm-hmm. seed? And he said, no. And he starts laughing. And then the third, are you self-aware? Would you say you're self-aware? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. Are you selfish? And he said, a little bit. I was like, uh. Did you cut him out already? I mean, no. But now I, now I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm just not going to be necessarily so vulnerable. I think this will just be like, okay, meet a few times. You know, another fun. question to ask. What is when is. Does somebody else think they're in a relationship with you? <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> think about it. Yes, no, that is true. Does someone else think they're yours or you're theirs? So yeah, I was so quick and like rapid fire succession. Like it was just like Tracy and chewing him. I was like, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a family? Are you self-aware? You are? Okay, good. Are you selfish? Okay. He's like, <laughs> so that it was a fun okay. exercise in practicing what I preached. I was like, okay. Now what sure, I do he did is, not see that coming. No, he did not. But it was actually he he laughed. He, he found it endearing. He really, he cackled. It Good. was funny. Good. Um, but yeah, so that's my story. 
So the part of the story that I have not yet told you, and I was waiting for the appropriate episode to bring this up, okay, is that this is much later, um, but with the person that you were seeing, uh huh, after things had ended, oh god, um, me and a dear friend of yours were driving from Westgate. Um, oh god! And he was pulling in, <laughs> and I lean over to this friend who's driving, um, and I'm like, "That's him." And she, she literally was about to go around the roundabout and start just like honking the shit out of him. <laughs> and, then she, and then we decided not to because he'd be like, who are these raging crazies honking at me? Well, he's met you, so we'd know at least one raging crazy. I would definitely drop the seat back and just rage <laughs> from the window. Leaving the one unknown <laughs> raging Who crazy. also happens to have a big life situation happening. Oh, gosh, that's so funny. Yes. Well, I appreciate the thought. You know who it is, right? Yes, I yeah. do. <laughs> I do? Yeah. Okay. Um, we got you. Thank you. We got y'all. So, yeah. No, again, I, I really do want to stress I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Yeah, you don't sound bitter. It's just there are certain things I will tolerate, and there are certain things, that, certain things I will not tolerate. And so this has been a really good lesson, and I learned it in a relatively painless way because mm. it could have gotten, it could have been much worse than this. So for that, I'm thankful. I think breakups have taught me a lot about life. Mm. Um, and now I'm in a place where I can have compassion mm-hmm. with people that um, I'm no longer in romantic relationships with. Um, I would say my situation is a little bit different in terms of I was on and off with somebody for six years, five and a half years. Right. That's not to say I didn't date people in between, like when we were not together. Um, but this person has been a staple in my life for a very long time. Right. And we have a very strong friendship. Right. Um, and so even when it's not romantic, we're still involved in each other's lives. Right. And it is very difficult to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are still friends with somebody. And I so don't know how you do it. It took a lot of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot, but like, it, I definitely, yeah, <laughs> it definitely took some therapy and it also just took like, we love each other ultimate. And so we're not together anymore. Um, and that was decided that like, we won't be together in the future. Right. Um, and we both have adhered to like the boundaries around respecting that. And so I was like, yes, adulting. And it's taken us a long time to be able to get to this place. Mm-hmm. But I think we just, we care about each other enough that we want the best for each other. And knowing that sometimes just love in itself is not enough. There's so many other things, like as we get older in our lives, around like how you, like values, how you want to raise families. Sometimes religion is a thing. Sometimes lifestyle sometimes friend choice location location sometimes like there's so many different things and it's not just about loving somebody it's these other lifestyle things that need to mesh together and I never thought in a million years that me who like loves Disney would say that yeah um but we've developed this like really wonderful solid friendship that I I'm not friends with anybody else I wouldn't, yeah, I'm not friends with anybody I've ever dated. Um, okay. So, like, this So, was, this is an aberration. Yeah. And it has completely made me believe that, like, you can remain friends after, but I think you have to be really, or what this situation has taught me is you have to be really uh, committed to boundaries. 
So you can't put yourself in situations where you know you're going to revert back to old habits. Yeah, of course. Or to familiarity. Yeah. Or if one person pushes something a little bit too far, the other person has to really be like kind about it, but being like, we've decided that we're setting these boundaries. We have to support each other in doing that. Um, and that's, that's an, like an even almost more powerful type of love because it's not out of convenience. It's out of you really care and want the best for this other person. Um, so yeah, I guess I think for me and him and I broke up so many times and it felt like everything from like somebody had died actually to, um, like starting to date other people right away or like trying to starting to get (laughs) distractions or making silly life decisions Mm. or, um, seeking attention from places you probably shouldn't, that was like selfish to seek attention from because it felt good. Um, to every single breakup movie you can think about. Yeah. All of the ice cream in greater Nairobi. Um, spending time with people who love and care about me. Therapy. Crying in the shower I'm a big advocate of. Because you can just wail when it's hot and it feels good. <laughs> um, exercise is a big thing for me. So if I'm, And that's not just in relation to breakups, but in relation to... Um, yeah, when things are not going well, I find when I exercise, I feel much better. Yeah. It's like the serotonin. It's hard to get yourself up, but, like, I find exercise is a big one for me. Um, another thing is, like, talking about it. I've, I've had really supportive friends. And, like, you know, the whole rule around, like, girl, if it's still, like, if it's been three months and you're still upset about this, like, you need to, need to you either need to go and see somebody professionally or you need to keep it moving. Because, like... What does keep it moving mean? Meaning, like, you have to stop complaining about it all the time. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. And there, obviously there's a time frame, but I just, I had people who were really supportive and, like, on and off for six years is a long time for people to be ah, supportive yeah. of you in relation to, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think if I look back now, I'm very grateful this person was brought into my life. Um, and that's beautiful. Yeah, that it's so beautiful. And, like, that this person has occupied this space and time. Like, you can totally start a new chapter. Like, we've, we've started a new chapter, and we still have a relationship with each other, but not in a way that's romantic anymore. And it won't... Like, we're never going back to that, those old chapters. Are but you it's over still, it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Which I never thought... I know I never thought, but it's taken a long time to come to, like... Yeah. But that's because he's been very respectful, as have I, in terms of, like... How we... Yeah. And, and the other really nice thing is, like, we're just open and honest about it. Yeah. So, like, if there's days where, like, one of us is like, wait, did we make the wrong decision? We talk about that. If there's days, like, we celebrate each other's wins, um, we're definitely not at a place where we can talk about other, like, yeah. romantic partners. Right. And it's, it's also out of respect, too, right? Um, you don't need to talk about that. It's yeah. fine. Um, but, yeah, there's something about being almost like brutally honest and people still loving you as you are. I feel like this is, as Kelly from Insecure would say, growth. And also time doesn't heal everything, I can promise you that. But time doesn't make it feel like things are on fire. And it sucks when that's all you can tell your friends. Like, you just Here's get, some ice cream. You're just going to have to put one foot in front of the other, wake up tomorrow, have a different day, go to sleep, and do it again. Like, and you might have to do that 30 days in a row before you start to feel good. Yeah, exactly. And, and I also am really conscious of, like, not that I would say that I ever downplayed relationships, but I, I fundamentally believe 
um, if you are with somebody for three months versus if you're with somebody for six years, it doesn't mean that that pain hurts any less. Or it's just a different kind of pain. Yeah, but maybe maybe it's a similar pain, right? Like, <laughs> I think for me, it's made me be much more compassionate to where other people are at. Yeah, and I think it also depends on what your history is, like yeah. what you've been through before, and whether or not like a current situation triggers things or like places yeah. you've been before, or, like patterns. And I think sometimes that's the more emotional, mm-hmm. or that I think that sometimes can be the. I'll speak for myself. It's not so much that person and what they've done. It's, it's both what kind they of represent. what they represent. Yeah. And then, and as I was mentioning earlier, I've been being in a long line of people who've done something similar mm-hmm. and wondering, okay, so what can I do that's different? Because I'm the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say, and I think us women, we do so much self-correcting and so much internalizing of like stuff. Oh that was, my yeah. God. Like we try so hard to fix everything and grow on our growth while we grow <laughs> from our growth. And like all the memes of like, Still new growing. day, yeah, new, new growth, and all that stuff. And sometimes, like, listen, I've done so much work. Like, I'm tired. Like, yeah. can I? Like, I just need you now yeah. to not mess up. <laughs> um, like, be better. Actually, just be better. And also, and it's not to like say that you can't, even when you've done growing on your growth, mm-hmm. that you can no longer grow. But um, that that isn't necessarily like the central focus around. Yeah, that necessarily, that maybe isn't necessarily always the solution or the 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 issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have learned with each step, like I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Like if you see one of the memes we shared, that if you line up all your exes, it's a sign of your mental illness, which maybe is a bit cheeky. That but, is cheeky. But basically. I've dated some really lovely people. But no, I mean, I've seen a trend, like it's gotten better with time. And I think that is the thing to hold but on to. But we also, I think, get more discerning with age. No, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like you get better on filtering out things. And I think other people do as well, right? So like <coughs> whether that's men or women or yeah, whoever no, this people is are not, dating people. This get. is a gender free conversation. Yeah. And I'm sure men feel great too when they go outside and they look great and they see the woman that they were with that hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm, that's a two way street. Mm-hmm. That bottle can be sold by everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, one of the things mm-hmm. that I've found really helpful especially when I'm having a really difficult time, I spend so much time in my head. Mm. Like, I think before I feel, generally. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, I will dissect everything in my head and then feel what that's happening. I would have thought the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know you. I'm shocked. Real? Okay, interesting. I would have thought you were a feeling person first. I am a feeling person, but not in that order. Because I was definitely a thinking person before a feeling person. I, I'm starting to change, mm. which is weird. I don't like it. Like, I have to ask myself, how do, you, how do you feel right now? It's not, like, something that, like, automatically comes up around, like, I'm feeling sad. <laughs> um, but one of the things I would, like, one of the techniques that I've really, two things. Um, so one is to, for me to recognize, and hopefully this will be helpful to other people who are going through breakups because it feels like often when it's happening that you and that other person are the only two people in the world that's happening to you and often just to you mm-hmm. where it's happening to people all the time and whether people have been together for 30 years or a day if somebody means something to you then they mean something to you um but one of those things is there's a really short video on the internet a while back kind of like you know like the explainer videos of how things work yeah and there's an explainer video about heartbreak um oh. if I can find it we'll put it up but what happens is like over like since 
human beings have been human beings. We have been able to evolve as a people um, through forming bonds and connections, whether that's like working together so that we don't freeze to death, um, whether that's like uh, like forgers and gatherers kind of situations. Human beings need other human beings. It's just, it's, and now it's technically in our DNA. Um, and so what happens is when a tie is severed with another human, yeah. often those intimate ties are uh, connected to a romantic, but that could also be family, that could be really close friends. Um, but what happens is your body starts to release chemicals because evolution has taught our bodies this over thousands and thousands of years mm. to say, stop, don't do this. You need other humans to continue to, right. the species to continue to exist. And so what's actually happening is like when you feel physical pain or you like emotional pain around your heart being broken, that's a physical process that's happening in your body. Mm. And like for me, what that made me feel is like, oh, there's going to be an end to this. Like you can only release so many levels of chemicals before <laughs> your serotonin starts to like jump back in. It's like, are we good? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I felt like for me knowing that like my, my heart was actually breaking, um, made it okay. And that's also connected to grief too, right? Like when we, when people, when we lose people, um, and I've definitely had a situation in my life where like things were ending with somebody and I was grieving so hard about that relationship that it had felt like somebody had died or that was the closest feeling that I can compare it to. Mm. Um, but it gets better because those feelings, like your body regulates itself over time. Um, so that's like not trying to think your way out of a hole. That's just like, you have to feel this in this moment and this too shall pass. Well, it's true. And then my other kind of just tidbit of wisdom that I've found, um, really helpful is to be still, to force yourself in situations to be still and to sit with what you're feeling, even though that's the complete opposite of what you want to do. And even if you're only being still like, or for me, it's, I should speak for myself. It's the complete opposite. When I'm hurting, I do, I want, I will do everything not to be still and not to be my thoughts. Um, no, that makes sense. So even starting with like forcing myself to be still for 30 seconds, um, <coughs> and then slowly building that out over time, whether like some people do meditation, some people do exercise, some people like sometimes I would just get up and sit in my bed and just be still because there's something about the more you can be still the more you allow yourself to physically feel and emotionally feel what's happening. Yeah. And you can, and it's not even about like coming to a solution. It's that the solution brings itself. And sometimes there is no solution. Yeah. And that's the tough part. Sometimes there's just, there's no closure. Yeah. The closure is just that it's done. Forgiveness. Somebody I thought I never would forgive, I forgave very recently. Okay. Yeah. And this is how I knew that I was growing. <laughs> But it's not that that person had asked for forgiveness. You just um, gave it. But I needed to give it to them. Did you tell them that? No. Just for yourself. It's, yeah, it's not for, I forgave myself and I forgave them. Okay. Um, and I, it's really interesting because I feel like that's resulting in me being able to think about him in ways that are compassionate, which I never, based on what had happened, would have thought that we would be able to get to a place where I would feel any level of like yeah. almost recognizing his humanity, let alone feeling compassionate for him. Wow. Um, but that is also after years and years of working through stuff, you know how. So just keep doing that. And also every situation you wake up and it's a different kind of path or a different bump in the roller coaster. 
Like, okay, I wasn't, ex- I didn't know that this was going to be an option today. Yeah. And then you have to go through that. It's like you're going through the valleys and like the forest and you don't necessarily know what's coming ahead. Because yeah. maybe in my last situation, like I just, I guess it's been a while since I cared that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it felt like that person cared too. Yeah. And so as a result. And that's not to say they didn't care. Well, exactly. Yeah. But obviously it's just not enough. Like regardless, it just wasn't enough in the end. And I think as a result, it was new. Ter- well, I wouldn't say it's completely new territory, but it was new territory for who I am now mm. and who I am today and who I've grown to be. Yeah. And I think I was surprised by how long it took. Um, yeah, I was surprised. It's like, yeah. Like the old adage, it's like half the time to yeah. that you dated. I think, I think actually that math works out. <laughs> It's not, you can't avoid this person forever. And if you do avoid them forever and you haven't done any of the work, you're going to see them in two years and potentially be like, wait, it's been two years. Have a freak out and be like, how did I get back to where? Yeah, square because one. Because you hadn't dealt with the stuff that you needed to have dealt with. Yeah. Um, so I know that's kind of like a tough pill to swallow, but I found a lot of, I guess, strength in that and being like, I don't have to feel scared because I know this is part of the process. Yeah. No, it's true. I, it sucks. It's just not fun. I've also dated some really wonderful people. And I think like that's the like the whole Nina Simone quote is like learn to trust love one more time and always one more time. And sometimes you gotta go back and you gotta be like, oh, this might make take me years to get like work through the shit that I have to work through, but maybe love wins. This is gonna sound so cheesy, but maybe love <laughs> love wins, but not with the person that you think it's gonna be with. Maybe it's with somebody else. No, I think, um, yeah, you just you get up and you try again. That's it. Like Aaliyah used to say and like all the songs say, you just... Dust yourself off. You allow it to hurt until it's done and then you move on. And some people bounce back a lot quicker than others. Um, but I think it's important to, to, um, to take, your time, take your own pace. Yeah. Um, and that you're doing the best with what you have With and what you've how. got, yeah. Um, and that you... Like, from my experience, that there will be many other wonderful people who walk into your life if, yeah. you, if you let them. And I think that's where I'm at now. Yeah. I was in no position to be talking to anyone. And I don't know if I am really 100% in a position to be talking to someone, but I also don't want to... Be jaded? Well, it's not so much being jaded. I don't want to miss what's in front of me hmm. because of, you know, a temporary sadness. When you said that, I thought about the sushi train. What? Have you ever been to the sushi train? There's a restaurant in Kenya called literally Sushi Train. No. And it's they put sushi on a revolving belt. Oh, my God. And it's next to the tables. Okay. And so I was thinking about you being like, but you really wanted the sashimi, but because you were looking further out, you couldn't. it's a metaphor. You couldn't get the sashimi. Oh, yeah. I got so you. So I get the not wanting to miss what's in front of you. It's a food analogy. Which would Your work. language. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So yeah, I think, um, and it's funny because there's a lot of folks in my life who are going through that right now. I don't know if it's Mercury and retrograde. Going through, going through breakups or sushi trains? Breakups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the metaphorical sushi train. So yeah, it's cuffing season. All those, you know, are you safe post-election texts, which was a thing. I had people come up to me and say that our Instagram post was prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> and I even got a message from someone saying... Um, Are you safe? I hope you're keeping well this post-election morning. <laughs> and I was like, I am. And that wasn't me? That was not I'm, you. Okay. No. Oh. I was like, that was, uh, <laughs> thanks for checking. Um, we're doing well. So what, what would you say are like, 
for folks out there who are currently going through breakups and are feeling like who maybe aren't as far along or aren't where we at in terms of like feeling much better and feeling healthy and happy and making the decisions about the people who we are bringing into our lives yeah. and how we continue with those relationships, whether it's setting boundaries or um, being friends with people we've dated previously. Um, what would be like your top three things, your top tidbits on breakups? Boundaries are key for sure. And when someone steps, then you have to take care of yourself. I think blocking the person that I blocked was definitely the nuclear option. And there are moments where I think, I could probably unblock him. I think I'm okay now. But then it's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think the way that the... Con- when, you thought, when you stop thinking about it is when you know that's the time to block. Unblock. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I, due to the, the tone of what he was saying in terms of like, you know, we'll be fine and yeah. like one day and like let's... Then you know he's going to cross the boundary. And now. like, let's see, like... Even though he said he was getting it, it didn't really feel like he was getting what I was saying. And maybe he did, but his tone didn't give me faith or didn't give me confidence. And so I had to take the step to protect myself to be like, okay, I know that getting a message from you with our same jokes that remind me of how happy I used to be, that's not helping me now. So I'm going to have to do the nuclear option of blocking you. Um, So blocking number two? Um, I, well, I guess it's, t- it's like 1A or 1B. Okay. So boundaries, which boundaries, may or may not include blocking. Which may or may not include blocking. And again, like at first when I did it, it felt so strange. Like how could I do that? Or like how could this be the option for this person? But I was like, okay, no, your tone is telling me. I have a friend who deleted her WhatsApp. I'm not there yet. Yeah. So that's. There are some funny moments. That's nuclear. That is, yeah. I think saying everything you need to say is maybe one, maybe two. Depends on the order. Um, whatever it is that you need to say to like get off your chest, do that, and then set your boundaries up. And some people, like you, you can be friends, and you know that's great. I but mean, that's, that's one very and that's one person, yeah. right? For me, maybe the next person I can be friends with them, and that'll be fine too. What about you? Um, mine is around like the permanence of stuff. So like. Hmm. Nothing is permanent, right? And so even if you're able to recognize that when things are really, really rough or things are fresh or things are new in like a not feeling good romantically kind of way, um, that literally this too shall pass. Yeah. That doesn't make it any better right now. Yeah. But there's something in terms of having the courage and the hope and faith in that things will get better. Um, And that's not just with breakups. That's with a lot of things in life. Um, even when you feel like completely gutted and like things like some days where you're like, I just, I literally cannot go on. Like I can't do this. Um, there's something really kind of important about the human spirit that is connected to hope. Um, and I think that would be one of the things that people can just remember to hold onto that maybe even once a week. So it's time for the proverb of the week, 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 like my arms that aren't so weak anymore because I'm running and getting fit. So the proverb of the week um, is from one of my favorite people who goes by the name of Nina Simone. 
All right. And I thought it was really fitting for the breakup episode to give you. The let this be a little episode. bit. Yeah, literally the breakup, not our breakup. Well, it's just like when you're struggling with breakups. Um, something that I find really helpful is you've got to learn to leave the table when love's no longer being served. Oh, that's always a good one. And sometimes it takes a lot of strength to do that, but um, and some other times it's a lot easier for you to do it too. But I feel like there's a 2.0 part to that. So the first 1.0 is you've got to learn to leave the table when love is no longer being served. And the 2.0, you've got to learn to leave the table to get up, move two tables over, change <laughs> the tablecloth, and sit your butt down again and keep having love. Amen. That's the part that she left out. But that's in her next Turn memoir. that mess into a... Message. A test into a... Testimony. Hallelujah. Stop! And on that note, Namusa, how can people find us? I'm going to ask you to say this, even though it's technically my turn, but I cannot talk, so go. All right, you can find us on the interwebs. Uh, and those interwebs look like uh, Twitter and Instagram, which is at Africana, um, or on Facebook, uh, at Africana Podcast. Again, Africana with an A. Haha. A F R A C A N A H. And on that note, bye.